When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sends a man in motion. Here's the handoff to Deuce, and he angles to the left and has an opening. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 25 to the 20. He is at the 10. He will house it. Touchdown. Touchdown, Kansas State. The Deuce is loose in the title game. Wildcats score with 11.27 to go in the game. Good snap and placement. Kick on the way. It is up. And good! It's good! The Wildcats are champions of the Big 12 in 2022. They stun 12-0 TCU and win it in overtime 31-28. We are back. Coffee and Dream of the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, and on the line right now is Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the K-State Wildcats, and you just heard him on the call. Wyatt, thanks so much for joining us. We hope you're having a great day. How are you? Well, I am having a great day. I appreciate being on with you guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Looking forward to talk to you about uh, some K-State stuff here this morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey, DB and I sat back yesterday, as we do at least once or twice or maybe (laughs) 20 times a day, and uh, thought about the losses K-State had this year and still couldn't believe this team was a three-loss team. Now, Adrian Martinez has been a big reason for that, even when he hasn't been on the football field. Uh, what can you say about his impact on the program and especially on Will Howard? And do you think K-State would be in the position they're in today to play for the Sugar Bowl if it weren't for bringing a guy like him in? I don't think there's any question that he was one of the difference-making guys. He really was the story, honestly, going all the way back to spring ball. Uh, where he really didn't do much participation because he was, you know, coming back from surgery. But he fit in here so well so quickly. Um, Obviously, he was voted a captain. I I think everybody recognized that he was a good man. Uh, He was going to do things the right way and be accountable. And when you do that, I think you can gain some traction pretty quickly. I think he fit into what this team was right away because – he wasn't the only senior leader that they counted on this year. This has been a veteran football team for sure. But, yeah, I, I think the, his help along with Colin Klein with, with bringing Will Howard along ended up being a very big and special part of this season, guys. And, and again, I, I've said it before, you couldn't ask for much more than what Adrian gave K-State um, uh, aside from maybe being healthy there, um, he was he was awesome. So, well, let me ask you something because let me go big picture, uh, macro versus micro. Because I played against and during the Bill Snyder era at Nebraska, and that mm-hmm. was this stretch where it was like this unbelievable turnaround for Kansas State football. I coach at the high school level, so I've sent players to North Dakota State when Coach Kleiman was there, and they are now actively recruiting. My kiddo, so I get a feel for Connor Riley and those guys who I've known for half my life. Mm-hmm. And I understand what they're about as people. Is it too early to compare, contrast, to come alongside and talk about what Coach Kleiman and this staff 
is doing in Manhattan versus the prowess and the reverence that folks have for, for the legend that started this whole t- thing in Bill Snyder? You know what? I, I do a lot of interviews. It's the first time I've been asked a question quite like that. Mm. And I think it's very, and, and I appreciate the question a lot, honestly, because at the end of the day, I am so impressed with Coach Kleiman He's and his staff and what they've done in the short time here. I love the fact that he came in and embraced what Snyder had done and yet had so much confidence in himself and his ways and the way he wanted to do this and the people he surrounded himself with and the way he's just grinded through this. If you really study it fairly closely, I think it would be fair to say every recruiting class from the beginning till now, including this next class, a little bit better than the one previous. Mm. And he's he's also helped K-State a lot in the transfer portal with young people that he has known uh, and or had connections with. He, he had, I think where he kind of moved over to the right of center, if you will, was last December, a year ago, after a loss to Texas and prior to the bowl game against LSU, when he had to fire his offensive coordinator, Courtney Messingham, which had to be, uh, keep in mind now, these guys have been friends since they were seven or eight years old. That had to be the hardest thing he's ever done in his life. But I think he felt like it was something that would make the program better. He elevated Colin Klein, and the rest is history. They beat LSU in that bowl game. Uh, They've done what they've done this year and continue to basically move forward in in recruiting and, and interest in the program. So, you know, comparing anybody to Bill Snyder is really hard. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm just being honest about that mm-hmm. because what he did here is remarkable and, and probably – I don't think I'm overstating this at all. I, I think it's one of the three or four best jobs in the history of coaching in this, in this country in, in the, at the college football level. But Chris Kleiman belongs too. He's pretty darn good. So when, you, when you talk about the kind of what he's about and, and just kind of knowing him, the, his due diligence and his commitment to doing it a certain kind of way. How did mm-hmm. that play over like real time with the fan base? Did they did they understand? It's easy to look back now and say, "Hey, we right. got our guy." But what was it like real time as you're kind of going through it? Well, it's a good question too because like everybody, you have your ups and downs, right? I mean, there were were times when I remember early, <laughs> you, you lose. <clears throat> pardon me. You lose a, a a home game to kind of one of those mid-major types, and then you go to Oklahoma and win. Mm-hmm. This year, we lose at home to Tulane and go to Oklahoma and win. So there have been you know a few bumps in the road, but I, I think what people have have recognized as we've gone forward here is that if you and you can't do this, but if you take the COVID year out, uh, and we were hit pretty hard here, uh, I think he's been hugely consistent in how he goes about it. This league is hard. Everybody knows it. And yet uh, they have competed. I mean, even this team, we, we had six players on the preseason All-Big 12 team. That was more than anybody. And we're still picked sixth by the coaches. <laughs> 
I mean, think about that a yeah, second. Yeah. And some of those guys were difference-making kind of guys, whether it's Felix Anudike Uzama or Deuce Vaughn or whoever it might be. Uh, they've just steadily gotten better, frankly. We're speaking with Cat Voice Wyatt on, twi- on Twitter. That's Wyatt Thompson. He is the voice of K-State. And Wyatt, Nebraska and K-State will be meeting this coming weekend in the basketball mm-hmm. arena. And Nebraska's defense has been a focal point to this team's success so far this year. How is K-State preparing to face off against a Huskers group like this that has really played some really good basketball as of late? Well, K-State's 9-1, and one, as you probably know, and I think they've played pretty good basketball uh, to start. And they've kind of hung their hat on defense, too. So I don't know that they'll be in shock when they beat Nebraska, but I'm with you. I think it is a, a much better team than 6-5 and five and 0-2 and would indicate. I think they are talented. If you catch them on a day where they're shooting the ball pretty well, you might be in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I had a chance to watch a, a good portion of the Purdue game. I thought they really competed. Uh, they've got different and, and probably um, – I would say more veteran kind of pieces now with, with uh, you know, Gary, the kid from Alabama, and, mm-hmm. and the Bandamel kid from SMU, uh, and, and the Greasel, of course. So I think they're a little more veteran. That helps them. And they do guard. There's no doubt about that. I think if K-State has, you know, an issue at this particular point, they also go through stretches where they don't necessarily play great offense. Or Now, they have been a little bit better lately against weaker competition. But they struggled at Butler. Butler got after him early. So I'm anxious to get to Kansas City and, and see what this one brings because I'm, I'm very much expecting, you know, a tight, tense game against this group. Wyatt, I know everybody sings uh, your athletic director's praises, and, and, and Gene does a fantastic job. And I yeah. hear Coach Kleiman reference him all the time. What did he see in Coach Tang, do you think, in this first year where you're, you're kind of looking around about where this program should be in Weber? It's, it's like he's – he won enough to, to, to keep the natives kind of, for lack of a better term, okay. But mm-hmm. then it was like, ah, what's next? Where it just wasn't quite good enough. What do you think Taylor's casting for a vision with Coach Tang? Well, I think it would be fair to say that Coach Tang was probably far ahead of more than ready to be a head coach. Mm. He spent 19 years at Baylor. They had huge success there. Um, from where they started uh, to where they are now, it's it's really a pretty astronomical difference. They've even changed structurally as they've moved on, too. If you remember back in the earlier days when they started having success, they had a lot of guys that could shoot the heck out of it, and they would sit there in a zone, and not now. <laughs> they get after you and play really good defense now, and, and I think – that's what I think what intrigued the K-State people about Coach Tang because of his ability to recruit, his ability to, to survive and move through change, mm. and just the consistency in which they won. And, and when you meet Coach Tang, I, I think it's very quick to recognize that this is a very unique guy. He, he's a very uh, Christian-based man who believes, I'll almost be repetitive here on what I said about climbing. He believes in who he is and what he stands for and what he does. And uh, we haven't seen many hiccups yet. Now, again, we haven't, we haven't played um, in the league yet, and we all know how Big 12 basketball is. But uh, I, he's recruited well. Uh, 
I'll remind your fans that when he got here, there were only two returners from a year ago. So in essence, you've got 13 new faces. And they've just continued to grind and get better. And it, it starts with like what Nebraska is with the defense. And they, they guard, there's no doubt. And, that, they, and they're lengthy and more athletic than they've been in a while. So that gives them a chance. Wyatt Thompson, we Fantastic. appreciate your Thank time you, today. Thanks so much. And we hope to talk again soon. You got it, guys. Good talking to you. Thank you. Hey, coming up next, we have more commits to talk about under the Matt Rule umbrella. That's next on Coffee and Cream here on Hale Varsity Radio.